It's rom-com, actually. And if you want a bit of romance, then get back to me. Join Jenny, Sam, and Caitlin, too. These three girls can talk some drama, but they're a funny crew. It's rom-com, actually. And you Grant, if you're listening, please get back to me. It's rom-com, actually. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. Um, this is an episode of Actually. Not rom-com, actually, <laughs> just Actually, because tonight we have a special episode for you, our first ever love cleanse, and our movie is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, which isn't a rom-com. We are well aware. It's not. We d- I don't know that we realized that, though, until we watched it, and we were like, oh, it's not, <laughs> not funny. Oh, they're right. pretty, there's pretty there's emotional. Some dark stuff. Carmen yeah. and her dad. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Wasn't it? Yeah, you watched it first, Sam, and you're like, yeah, this isn't a rom com. Well, no, so. like, Matt had never seen it before, oh, and he was okay. like, yeah, I love the movie. It's not a rom com. <laughs> He's okay. the expert from being a co host. <laughs> True. Um, so, we're doing a love cleanse, and we've got some special things right now. We are in a circle on the ground at Jenny and Casey's apartment, Casey being our Hi. guest host. Here she is. Nice to meet you. Casey, how excited are you to be on today's episode? So excited. Or are you nervous? I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fine. Welcome to the babe cave is what we call it. Oh, yes. oh, oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> but today, <laughs> it is the sanctuary. It is. It is. The love sanctuary. The lo- I don't know. The love, love s- we're in, know, we're in ceremony. Yeah. This is a sacred place. This is a sacred place right now, and I'll tell you, I saged the room. Uh, What is that? (laughs) So we. This was my first time ever experiencing that. It was really cool. Yeah. So we got a sage smudge stick, which is basically dried sage bundled, and then you light it and you put it out, kind of like incense, and then you let the smoke hang around, do its Mm. thing. It's supposedly supposed to neutralize the energy, purify the room. Basically, I wanted to set us up for greatness here. Love it. I love for it. openness, for love, and nice energies. And for forgiveness. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Oh, we're we're not already. <laughs> Don't cry yet. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so the love cleanse is basically going to be hopefully cleansing your bodies of, which we'll get into later of the, the whole point of a, of a love cleanse. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess you're probably wondering why we chose Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants then. <laughs> I won't lie. I asked Jenny why we were watching that movie in connection with a love cleanse. Well, they you, may, all, you might remember. You, you may have recalled. I, I put it together as okay. we watched. Um, that they all had a similar, you know, seance yeah. type situation. And there was, there was four of them. Four of them. And I thought of, here's the thing, to bring it back, Yeah, it's about four girls going through pivotal moments of their lives in which, motivated by circumstance and pants, they have to look within themselves to grow, which I think is what we're going to be doing here tonight. Really? Wow. We just don't have pants, but Well, I think the first thing we should do is describe what kind of pants you're wearing. We were going to go naked. No, we weren't. Only because we were really hot. No, we never were going to do that, Jenny. (laughs) It's just Caitlin suggested it. I just wanted to take my shirt off. They'll never know. We all could be naked right now. Exactly. They'll never know. 
we are. Well, I just thought it was hilarious that this was Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, where jeans are what connect them, and none of us are wearing We're all jeans. We're sweats. Of course not. I mean, naked. Oh. <laughs> God. So you may be asking yourself, what's prompted this impromptu love cleanse and what's going on in our lives? Like, why did we go from, <laughs> yeah, well, 50 first dates to love cleanse, love cleanse, not even doing a rom-com. And it's not, and it's the, we're closing out the year with it. Um, we were very inspired by a recent song that you may have heard on the radio, on YouTube. Thank you. I'm so fucking grateful for my ex. Thank you, next. Um, <laughs> if you've seen the Chris Jenner promo cameo, it's pretty great. But it's amazing. It, uh, I, if, they haven't <laughs> seen it, if they haven't seen it by now, then <laughs> they're not going to appreciate this. But basically, that really just opened us up to thinking about our past relationships and what we've learned from them and what we could still grow from as we apply it to future relationships and kind of blocks that are holding us back. Um, as we move forward. So, Into this new year. But, you know, maybe this will inspire you with your friends uh, to do your own cleanse of sorts. And it it could be a cleanse of many, many things. It could be a cleanse of people. It, it, could, <laughs> really be a, could. it could be a brunch where you guys <laughs> yes. just chat. And you borrow cris- crystals from Caitlin. <laughs> She'll pay if you pay for shipping and handling. Okay. <laughs> Who says shipping, shipping and handling anymore? <laughs> okay. Whatever. What's handling? I don't know. <laughs> Putting it in the package. The labor it that goes the, into the bubble handling wrap. it. That's the handling. Okay. <laughs> it just makes me think of like, you said shipping and handling and like, your parents have burner phones. <laughs> That's I'm like a running so old like, school. Yeah. Yes. It's like a running thing in our podcast. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Katie. Well, this is the part where we rank it. One to Love Actually. Love Actually is the top that you can go, the best movie you've ever seen. So what happens if I don't think Love Actually is the best? You can't be on this. You can show yourself out of your apartment. (laughs) I'm kidding. I love it. Don't worry. (laughs) We watched it last week. Safe space. Safe space. So would our guest of honor like to give her score first? I think the hard part, though, coming up with this answer was because Love Actually is a rom-com, and this movie was not a rom-com, so it was right. a little difficult on the ske- on the spectrum. One to bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a rom-com. Okay, that's still a rom-com. It is? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> one. But I think, like, just that aside, I'm going to give this about a seven. Okay. Um, I really loved all the messages that the movie had. I thought that each girl represented a different you know, struggle in someone's life, which was really beautiful. However, there were some things that drove me a little insane at times. Let's hear them. Well, I just felt like it went really fast, and I also had a hard time tracking the timeline with the pants, even though they kept sending them. It was supposed to be a week. First, I was like, oh, it was only four weeks that they Mm -hmm. were going to be done, and then I forgot, oh, no, they have the entire summer. But then, like, was Costas just there for only four weeks? And then he, like, disappeared, and they're already saying I love you? That just is a little too much for me. So, anyways. (laughs) Even though I commented, we just watched a Christmas Netflix movie, and they said I love you in two days. Well, I I think it was, like, a week. So a month in that... But and that, yeah. Well, like, and they're, yeah. they're probably spending like every day together. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. It's heightened. <laughs> it's not like you got one day a week and true, then you. True. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm it. like putting my own personal feelings on this movie, not yeah. like right. living in the character. I don't know. But I, I just, I felt like there could be 
some room for things. And also there were a lot of questions. I know like Jenny and I watched it together and there were some questions left because there were scenes that just didn't, they didn't explain what was going on strong enough, Mm. which left an audience to wonder, wait, what just happened? Or, oh, I missed that. How did I miss that when I was sitting here watching the movie? Mm -hmm. Um, So I I feel like there could be a little bit more, but I would give it a seven just because I really did enjoy bulk of it. Okay. All right. Who's next? Yeah, because okay. you're both all We're looking at me. Looking at you. Um, I'm also going to give it a seven. Oh, okay. wow. All right. I, I see you. <laughs> we didn't plan this or practice beforehand. <laughs> Promise. Um, I feel like I have a lot of the same sentiments as Casey. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And, again, obviously I thought it was a rom-com, so <laughs> did not know that it was got a little deep there. Uh, but I... It was just, like, such a fun reminder. It, like, brought me a little bit back to my teenage self of, like, Mm -hmm. just those heightened feelings, like, the first time you're feeling and going through, like, your first kind of major change when you're, like, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. It was just, I don't, I felt like I could relate to something in each girl. It almost felt like all four girls kind of made one experience for for a girl. Yeah. Like, different parts of whatever you're going through. And I just thought that was really beautiful. Fun way, I just, I love anything that's about friendship and sisterhood, Mm -hmm. and they all had their own journeys, but at the end of the day, they still come back together and support each other, and I just, it warmed my heart, so. So only a seven? So you really like it. Wait, okay. What's our score? Okay, ready? Ready? One, two, Two, three, nine. This is a new trend where no longer Sam and I are on the same page. What happened? But Caitlin and Sam are. Wow. Can I just um, say the why I don't have it higher? Yeah. Is because I it, there are parts where a little the story just you could have leaned in a little bit more. There were things that weren't clear. It took me a little bit out of it. And uh, I have a question. Did you read the books? I didn't. Okay. So I don't know if that would change. Did you both? I yep. read the books, yeah. Me too. Well, see, we also, I have seen the second movie, and I, okay, so like, not to give stuff away, but Bridget's story, they were alluding to so much stuff, but they were just like glossing over her relationship with her mom. And I was like, wait, I thought there was a whole other thing oh, you were, there. Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, in the second movie. But when I rewatched this, they do talk about depression, mm-hmm. but they talk it's about so it subtle. so subtle softly and that kind of made me upset because but it was back in the day when it was like i know i know explicitly like i mean they were just saying more she was like probably manic depressive or bipolar right i honestly didn't didn't get it just from the movie really yeah and i don't remember i have seen the second movie but i honestly could not tell you like one thing about it so and she also wasn't sure about bailey at the end of her yeah, movie. I missed oh, really? the part where the mom, where the mom got, got the phone call. In that moment, you have to put up more uh, volume, volume on your... Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matt, too, was like, what happened? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to rewind the movie, but what you missed was that she died from that phone call. <laughs> right. Um, I just felt like the Bailey story was so beautiful that it just, that ending, I felt like deserved a little bit. Really? I okay. liked it. I'm going to say <laughs> my, my, I didn't read the books until after I saw this movie. A little background, when I saw this movie... I saw it with three friends. Like, it was, like, yeah. it yeah. means so much to me. I saw it four times in theaters. Lena and Costas, that was, like, my favorite thing in the world. I I used to, like, look at pictures of him on the internet, save a folder with a Costas folder, and then, like, try to Photoshop just the <laughs> little banners of him for my message boards. channel? Because he's on there all the time Well, now. maybe you should start. But, yeah, I... But it's so funny, this movie. So it meant a lot to me when I was 14, and because 
it was almost like wish fulfillment. I looked at Lena's story. I didn't really pay attention much to the other stories, but I looked at that as I would love for that to happen to me one day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny now watching the movie back, now much older, and I actually found myself more gravitating towards Bridget's story, which is one that I never mm-hmm. cared about. I always would like... Yeah. When I saw... The fourth time I saw it, I basically was like looking at the ground when that her scenes yeah. would come on. Because, and I just think that's what's so magical about the movie, depending on when you watch it in your life. That was exactly what I was going to say, is that every time, I've seen this movie countless times, and every time I watch it, I relate to a different story more each time. Yeah, because they're all, each, individually, they're going through an emotional thing, um, and it has to do a little bit with identity and like mm-hmm. how, and how you feel. And, and I think that's why you can, at a certain time in your life, you could be going through that with Lena. You may feel like you want to be more open, but you can't. And, mm-hmm. and you, and this other person sees something within you that you only see within yourself. And then you have those times like with, um, Carmen, where you sometimes and do I, things that. I was <laughs> gravitating toward Carmen's story this time, oh. which I had never gravitated toward because of everything that's happening with my family, just, like, being able to eloquently express those things so that you can heal from them. Yeah. And this movie, to me, I mean, each story individually has a moment, like a movie moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that Carmen story, when she calls up her dad... Uh, I just got chills when yeah, you said I that. Cried. Yeah, Yeah, that was, that was beautiful. You know, Matt was like, she, did she win, like, an Oscar for this? Like, he's like, yeah, oh, my God, that so was good. an amazing totally show. So Especially great. when you think about it, when we all watched it when we were much younger, like, and still today, women aren't allowed to express how they feel. Like, that is, it's still amazing and gives me chills because it's just not acceptable to, like, tell people how you really feel. You're supposed mm-hmm. to keep a smile on your face. You're supposed to act like everything's okay. Like, well, at least that's what I'm Like, I God think. forbid, <laughs> yeah, but, like, God forbid. You actually you... say how you feel, like... I think it was beautiful in the fact that her dad couldn't say anything and it was just because mm-hmm. he was so shocked because they don't understand how to respond when we actually say how we feel. And I love that. I love that no matter what. Oh, So do you guys feel like... I think so that's then, like a really beautiful take on it. So for you two, was there a story this time when watching that you felt like in your life right now you most related to? Um, there was actually... I can like even pinpoint the line this time that I like never ever noticed. But when Lena is on the boat with Costas and talking about all her friends and how she said, I think she said she admired, who's the, um... Tibby? Tibby. Because, because she, she beats her, her Yes, and he asked her why, and she just said, oh, because she knows who she is, and I wish I knew who I was. And I was like, oh my god. Yep. No, he asks her, he says, I don't kind know of, who you are. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of jealous she knows exactly who she is. Don't you? I think I know who I want to be. Yes. yes. And I literally was just yes. like, oh my God, I feel personally called out right yeah. now. <laughs> I agree. I agree. That part, well, that storyline growing up was my favorite, I think because of the wish fulfillment right. of like, yeah. being right. in Greece. But this time I liked Tibby's. Is Tibby or Tibby? Tibby. Tibby. I liked her story better. I don't know that we I all related to a different person. <laughs> yeah, but the, that line was the only time where I like saw myself in yeah. in that story. But otherwise, uh, I didn't really relate to. I didn't like find myself. What was gravitating. it about Tibby's that? I think it's because, I think, even like recently, until recently. I just always thought going somewhere grand and having this like adventure, like those are like the big things that are going to like affect you and like inspire you and like have great things but I felt like in like lately in my life 
I'm just trying to think about like the small things and like I don't have to go anywhere it's like within myself and I feel like Tibby's just like all her friends are like leaving and having these experiences but like she's just kind of like stuck doing what she's doing but yet she could still have this like grand experience yeah, yeah. in like normal that everyday is things so amazing because it's the little things that's what yeah. Bailey yeah. says well, yeah, but the right. little things string together yeah. yeah yeah because I've been thinking that more in life and I'm Obviously, the big fun things are, like, really great tenpoles in life, but I think when I think about how to be, like, when I'm my happiest, it's when I'm doing little things Mm -hmm. constantly throughout that build and build, and then I, like, look back, and I'm like, wow, like, look at what I've done or accomplished or relationships I've built or all of that, and it's just, like, little small things along the way. It's not necessarily the big, grand, pivotal moments. Um, So I just, that just, like, really clicked with me now. Not sure, that I. You not sure that you I want to raise your score. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was just gonna say, can I at least make my maybe? Maybe more like okay, like, that's a new trend in this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that I'm thinking that, about it, I, I totally I forgot. Like I think I watched it, or like I'm reminiscing just on like the the surface of everything. But now that I'm like, oh wait, no, there were so many great quotes that still apply no, yeah, to right. me right now. I'm like, it's oh, true. It might be back up to a nine, y'all. <laughs> a nine. Yeah. Oh my god. We did it. <laughs> We still got time. We could go up. <laughs> I love actually for not even a rom com. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to add uh, to why I like it so much. The soundtrack. Oh my oh, god. Yes. But also, we I, realized we didn't know the person who ran the yeah. music department. What? Oh yeah. Lots Wait. She, I feel like the name was familiar. We won't say the full yeah, name, but you can look it up if you want. But yeah. yeah. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. So we I'm all. Serious? I'm not kidding. Yeah. Oh she. My oh my god. Gosh. You have to go look up her credits because she's done so many. We watched movies another that movie recently, yeah, and it was, she's just done so many of them. I'm like, oh my god. I just okay. Also, like when you. This is the first time you hear it when Lena goes underwater and it's ah. Yes. Like everything. I just thought it was genius the way that that was put together, and I used yep. to listen to that soundtrack. Oh, I, when I was me young. Too. I, I mean, still have it. I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Natasha Bedingfield song. Uh, uh, I we, we created a dance to it yeah i mean that oh, i feel like who did it although that one it does remind me more of the hills at times now like i know oh, where right. I it does for me as well. I never I watched the hills, you know what the, so. the song oh, out. where costas jumps into the water with her and it's like can you tell oh, I love that rose no, but what about the song when she's driving the scooter to yes yeah. and the song that plays oh like, yes dun 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 Chills. When chills. was the Five for Fighting song? Because oh, that yeah, was we, also, I was just like, oh, this music. I don't remember what scene If you want to rock, you rock. If you want to roll. I do remember that one, too. <laughs> yeah, when's that yeah, I don't know when that is, but yes, just so much exists. great music. Yeah, that was Anyway, I just, amazing. I thought it was, I just think, uh, it's hard to find a quality movie anymore where it's, like, about this sisterhood, and I just thought it was so beautifully done, and to me, it felt like just so much effort and quality was put into it, mm-hmm. and I miss that. Yeah. Yes. Like, into movies now. No. You know? Like, from like, top to bottom. Yeah. 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 And to just have, to honor, like, that a teenage girl's story yes, is the feelings, worth, the valid yeah. feelings. Yes. And it's not all just about, like, 
high school like mean girls and yeah. like just finding a boy like there were obviously yeah. moments of that but it was so much more than yeah. that because yeah. it's the spectrum of what a girl goes through yeah. of course and then she goes through love but also lots of other emotions it's so funny because oftentimes you'll hear people being like oh that felt young or whatever mm-hmm. this is a movie where i did not feel no like oh no, no but i loved not. it like, I literally as was like a teenager girl and i yeah. love it as romance. romance i was like yes it speaks to me <laughs> Yeah, you connect to it at every age. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to, 10 years from now, let's watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bet you, you watch have it. To you wait watch 10 it. Years. You watch it well, another sweet. year, I bet you, like, well, they're making find a third. something. They are? Yeah, are they really? Are. Yeah. With the main, do you guys remember girls? them? Do you guys, did you guys read the fifth book? Yes. Yeah. See how I never yeah. read any of the books. <laughs> I can I, can <laughs> okay, I, hey, I, I give a spoiler? I my library card. Should we give the spoiler? I'll do a little ding, ding, ding so that people know the spoiler. So do you guys want to know the spoiler? Yeah. Sure. So Tibby dies, <gasps> and she writes a letter to all, or she writes letters, letters. Yeah, and it brings them all back together. Yeah. They meet at a because they had kind of drifted apart. Yeah, I don't know what I, I don't remember what the farm. I just know Lena and Costas. It's have so sex good. In the farm. It's it's basically Tibby's <laughs> facilitating their way their way <laughs> back to themselves. <laughs> Did you hear the the Lena Costas sex in the barn part? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember. Did they actually make? I've only seen the movies. I so, think they have sex in the second book. You know, I need to watch. But in the, the second, second movie, movie no, 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 Je- that's when Jesse Williams. Movie, the second came movie in. is like an amalgamation of, of like the, the last third books. three books. Um, that's cool. But yeah, the the third movie back in a few months ago, the, somebody I think it was like America Ferrer had said on a late night show, like, yeah, I, they're like we're pitching it, and then Amber Tamlin confirmed on Twitter, like, hey, there <gasps> we should just, fact check this. It were it's it's being pitched like. We're just waiting on the green light. It's ready wow. to go. All girls, all four back. Blake, if you're listening to this, she'll do it. Make that shit happen. Come on. So yeah, it's happening. Um, but yeah, man, this movie is so good. It's good. And yeah, everything, the soundtrack, it's so touching. It really it's is. So um, like just not well, a lot of laughable moments, but no, um, <laughs> there's no, there's like no funny moments. But oh, uh, I don't know. I thought that <laughs> Bailey actually, even though everything yes. it was, I thought that storyline well, had yeah, really that was great actually, humor had, yeah, in order yeah. to lighten the situation. Oh, for sure. She's totally. trying to grow a brain, is what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and, and great actors in it to get Bradley Whitford. Oh yeah, that was probably wasn't too long after uh, Westwick. Right. right. I have right. to admit, every time I watch this movie, it makes me so angry because I loved him so much in The West Wing, and then I watch this movie, and I hate him with a passion. Oh, I know. Fun fact, the mom, though, is also from Last Man Standing. That was a fun Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. You're right. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to the, the boy... Uh, oh, Paul. Paul. Mike Vogel. What a cutie. Guys, I had a huge oh, no. crush on him from Alley Cat Strike on Disney Channel. Oh, right. oh shit. So <laughs> Well, you know, um, in the third book, um, Paul oh, and, and in Carmen a... fall oh, in yeah. love. Wait, what? I do yeah, remember I don't that. remember that. I remember reading on Wikipedia. This no, I, uh, I have a terrible memory. I don't remember anything. Yeah, in the third book, they, like, they have this, like, okay. weird summer romance. That actually, that's ringing a bell because... Is like, that not hot. in the second movie, then? No. No, no. Because no. she's got this acting thing in the second movie. Right. And that's, okay, I gotta I rewatch the second movie. because I second movie really, we all do. I, I mean, I saw it at Midnight Show, and it was really exciting because it was all girls in the theater, yeah. all wearing pajamas. I was with my sister. Like, it was yeah. an amazing experience. But when you actually look at the movie, it's not very good. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, compared to this. Yeah. All right. Um, now it's the love cleanse, which is the part that I think everybody's been waiting for. Um, so, Caitlin, set the scene. Set us up. All right. So, I have a little setup here. I have a... Like a tr- a copper tray. I don't know. That doesn't mean anything. I just needed something to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it meant something. I was like, oh, nope. there's some meaning. No. Um, 
And in the middle here we have a candle that I'll talk more about later, but I've surrounded the tray with Himalayan salt rocks that Sam found <laughs> and gave to me. Um, I'm just going to read a bit about the salt rocks. Okay. Um, so they're, they have energy cleansing benefits. Um, they've been used since like the early civilizations, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. It, is, it, <laughs> it is a must-have tool for energy cleansing and purification. It is purifying for your mind, body, and spirit, and neutralizing the energy of your space. So I just thought it was a good, it's, like, yeah. thing yeah. to check out. We have boxes. lavender. Yeah. We've got lavender oil in a diffuser going, which is creating a nice, calming... It is. It's relaxing. Relaxing scent for us. And I have two uh, big... Oh, this is going to be some ASMR right here. Oh, my hey. gosh. You're the only <laughs> one... Not that podcast. You're the only one into that. <laughs> um, I have two rose quartz. Okay. All right. <laughs> love, love it. Larger stones here. These were the important ones to me. So rose quartz is also known as the love magnet. Okay. So this is something that you would use as a flush of compassion, happiness, forgiveness, and peace pulses through you. Rose quartz will assist you in easing your grip on toxic emotions. With the sense of release, your spirit can finally be free of negativity. So it's supposed to help attract all kinds of love, whether that's friendship, romantic, unconditional love. And then I have a smoky quartz here that... um, is for anxiety and depression and stress and anger and jealousy. So all of those bad negative emotions. So I thought those were my big ones. And then I have this candle in the middle. It's called a love come to me candle. I got it from the house of intuition (laughs) in LA. Shout out. Um, if you want to pay us for promotions. (laughs) So this says promotes the attraction of unconditional love, platonic love, and rom- or romantic love by clearing blockages that may be preventing you from finding quality relationships. So I'm going to light that. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. All right, it's lit. It's lit. Here it it's is. lit. lit. <laughs> There's no going back now, I feel. There's no going back. I feel like the fact that it's lit is... I kind of feel like we need a little ahead. more sage. Okay, let's do it. She's um, burning sage right now, audience. So I'm going to put... I have some other crystals out that I ha- that I brought. When I put them out, just think about which ones are calling to you. Like, which ones are pulling you towards them? Now, I just want to preface this with, like, I'm not, like, this huge, like... (laughs) You're looking like one. I know. I know I am. (laughs) But I'm not, like, this huge believer in this stuff as, like, the only means to, like, changing your life and, you know, in place of other things. I just think, like... Why not? Why not? It it could help. It could help. And I think just, like, this meditative meditative practice of like yeah. thinking about these things and going through the motions is really good for you. So yeah, pick just one that's calling to you. Okay. Okay. We each um, pick oh, yeah. one. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you guys picked. Casey picked a hematite. Okay. So this, this hematite tells it like it is. If you're spinning out of control or spending all your time going over things in your mind on constant replay, hematite is going to give you a reality check. It brings you out of your mind and back down to earth. This energy focuses on the body and it teaches us to do the same. Rather than overanalyzing due to stress or anxiety, use hematite to connect to your root chakra so that you can stay grounded and just be. So do you feel like that was something that you really needed to hear? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Good. Okay. So just, I Not feel crazy like, so in a bad way. Just, okay. Yeah. So I would just hold on to it and like keep those things in mind okay. as we continue. Okay. What did you get? Ooh. Okay. 
So you got... She's talking about Sam now. Sam got lap, lapis lazuli. Oh. I think that's my how you say it. favorite one. Mm. Yeah. This is also known as the wisdom keeper. <laughs> it's very <Water> appropriate. <laughs> Realize your sp spiritual potential with the high vibrational energy of lapis lazuli. If I'm saying that wrong, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> full, of the, full of the wisdom and awareness that this stone brings, your soul will be ready to embark on a journey of awakening. Strive toward enlightenment as you pursue your true destiny and leave pettiness and stress behind. This is a powerful stone for broadening your understanding and should be used especially by those having issues with self-expression. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Now, do you, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel 75% okay. about it, but okay. I can get to 100 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what did you pick? Oh. Okay, now there's, there's, now Jenny. there's like a couple that look like this, so let me just figure out which one this is. <laughs> this one is Sunstone. Ooh, what's Sunstone? <laughs> it is the worst crystal of all. <laughs> a member of an extensive group of minerals known as feldspars, the Sunstone crystal warms up the chakras and give you, gives you a lovely sun-kissed glow in the middle of an emotional winter. She Ooh. just got her hair done. <laughs> That's my outer expression of it, now my inner expression of it. And we're in the middle of winter. <laughs> By stimulating the sacral chakra, sunstone brings a flood of light into dark corners of the mind, making it an excellent healing aid for clearing away negative thought patterns. Like the ancient Buddhist proverb says, what we are, we are what we think, so if you're in a grumpy mood, snap out of it with a bright and sunny sunstone crystal stone. The best antidepressant in the world of gemstones. Wow. 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 All right, well, that 100% resonated with me. <laughs> and wow. Casey and I were talking last night. We literally had a conversation about how our thoughts become our reality. And I was talking about that and how oh, wow. I need to change my thought process on certain things. The story I'm telling myself because I feel like it's manifesting mm -hmm. itself yeah. in, the yeah. in my life. Okay. Um, anyway. Wow. Do you want to pick one? I'll pick one, but I know what they all are, so okay, maybe just like blindly. Yeah, just don't knock the candle over. This is a peach moonstone. Peach moonstone is like the best kind of romance. It supports the heart with love and activates the mind. Use peach moonstone stones assures that your relationship with yourself has never been sweeter. Ooh. Get in tune with the essence of self-love and tap into the gentle energy of Peach Moonstone the next time you feel inclined to be hard on yourself. Often, our biggest critic is ourself. When we come down on every mistake and perceived flaw, it distorts how we, how we view ourselves and places the focus on what's wrong rather than on what's right. Peach Moonstone puts an end to those downward thought spirals before they hit bottom. Wow. All right. Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about that one? That's. I feel like that's good. I feel like self love is always something I'm working on. Yeah. And not blaming myself for every single thing that goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think you guys are laughing because no, I I'm just when you were reading the description, I was like, well, "That's so yeah, yeah, that's no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's why I, was like, oh. I feel like you guys are recognizing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Thank you, Caitlin, for that. Yes, thank you. Um, how do you guys feel? How are we feeling right just now? Feeling very connected. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. So. Basically, I am your shaman. I am uh, the person that's going to lead you guys through this love cleanse. Um, <laughs> and you have the stone that said that. And I have the stone that said that. <laughs> yeah. And my spirit She's animal also, keeper. you'll, and I'll oh, go through yeah. that. So we're going to have an experience like any other. <laughs> it's called the love cleanse. Um, so first I want to get comfortable. Obviously okay. we're feeling good. And I want us to breathe in and out, but all together. 
Oh, okay. Um, it's like some Kama Sutra stuff. <laughs> it's tantric. <it's> um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're naked okay, right is now. That, is that the kind of porn you watch, Sam? Stop it, you and Matt practice. I'm going to throw my stone at you. What, what happens when I Shoot, throw I stone? lost my stone. <laughs> Oh, it's right here. Hair. It's right here. Sorry. Okay. My hair's going to catch on fire. <laughs> that won't be good. Uh, <laughs> feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, first I want to start by describing our spirit animals. This is something we did a quiz online. Um, so, you might not think <laughs> accurate. I think pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, so, Caitlin's an owl. Uh, the owl is the spirit guide that has the ability to see what others miss. It helps people see the deeper meaning of things and discover the hidden treasures in life. We have Jenny, the wolf. <coughs> the wolf wo Grimm. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I think people know, I think her, people last know. her last name. <laughs> the wolf is connected to intelligence, instinctiveness, and freedom. The wolf may appear when you have mistrust in social situations, serving as a reminder to follow your primal instincts. Mm -hmm. Casey, the turtle. Which could be sea turtle. Casey wants to be a sea turtle. I'm going to let her be a sea turtle. <laughs> the turtle is a highly spiritual guide that represents the journey toward wisdom, truth, understanding, and peace. The turtle also symbolizes a need to take a break, reflect, and check your connection to the spiritual path. Mm -hmm. And I'm your bear uh, for tonight. <laughs> um, the, the bear You're like an MC. <laughs> I'm your bear. And I'm your bear. Um, the bear is one of the most powerful animals in the spirit guide realm. This guide is in tune with emotional and physical healing. Um, so thank God I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was, you're going to be your, your old love cleanse lead. Um, you're so, in charge of our spiritual healing. Yes. Exactly. So we talked about um, why we're doing this and why we felt like this was the time to do this. But I just wanted to get into a little deeper of like what the purpose is and what, what we want to get out of it. In looking into all of this stuff, a lot of Burning Man websites, it looked like, <laughs> um, you know, the purpose of doing a cleanse, the, the examples they gave were um, a closet. When you're trying to organize an overfilled closet, what happens is you have a hard time. You, it's hard to make decisions when it's overfilled. Best to empty said closet, mm, get rid of things, wow. and then make those decisions. You're, you're, you're able to make those decisions better on how to organize said closet. Wow. And those people at Burning Man are onto something. You know, some <laughs> websites are very helpful. Um, <laughs> and um, so that's what I thought in terms of what we are trying to get out of this. And the same thing is going to be with your mind and your heart. And so what we're going to try to do in terms of our closet, we're going to take these negative past experiences that can cause the feelings to build up within us. We're going to let them go. We're going to let love enter. Mm. You know, oh. we, we need... Uh, let God, love enter! I got chills! <laughs> we need to um, let love live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a beautiful quote. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Sam's head is getting like five sizes. <laughs> so um, now I want to... I'm going to ask all you guys a question. We're going to go in turns. And um, after each answer, I want us all in unison to say thank you next. Usually they say thank you for sharing, but I thought in terms of uh, we, we were inspired by, by it, we'll keep with thank you next. Love it. The first question I want to ask is, what is one thing you wish could be different about your love life right now? So let's start with Casey. <laughs> Casey's <laughs> laughing. I was going to say existent. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess like, yeah, I just wish I had a love life. I mean. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't have one. Yeah, that's true. I guess I would maybe put more energy into my love life, I guess. 
Okay. Or would you say, like, have, feel like you have more energy to give? Yeah. Be in a better state of mind. I guess, Mm -hmm. like, just what could be different about my, about my love life right now is that I could be more positive and open. Okay. Okay. That's That's a good answer. Thank Thank you. you. Next. Caitlin? I feel like I'm doing the right things in general. Okay. But what would you not so much what you like what change I about yourself? What I think is interesting about your guys' interpretations of this answer, well, I was going off is what you could be if what you right, right. Oh. Okay, I, so then I would just say I think where I'm at right now, I would like to find I, I am hoping to find something special and someone that I can like confide. I just I think everything that's happening going on with my family and my parents I feel like having someone to lean on and confide in would be I mean I have all my friends and you guys are amazing and everyone's amazing but that's kind of the connection I'm looking for at this moment so a deeper connection yeah okay a little bit I feel similar I would just I feel like what I'm craving is something really authentic and real and I'm over just the casually dating and just meeting fun people I'm just really looking for someone to really connect with and discuss like bigger things that are like going on in your life and Mm -hmm. I felt like when I actually had that connection in the past romantically with someone it really allowed me to grow as a human um, in a really beautiful way that I don't know that you really can do like uh, like you said I have really great friends and family Mm -hmm. and all of those things help you grow as you know, as we're all on this journey, but there's something special about a romantic, spiritual bond. Yeah. I think really like a spiritual partner in a romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, partner in crime. Yeah. Okay. But like, very, but like a very, but <laughs> yes, like a very, like going on like, like a spiritual. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, 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 no. No, I just think that sometimes when we think about our love lives, we and in this, it's. It, I think it's a. It's. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier about us as women. We sometimes we feel like we can't. Um, show a certain way because then it comes back on us. I think as women in general, we feel like it always falls back on us, depending yeah. on what happens. So I just mm-hmm. found it interesting about your guys' initial responses in thinking, well, something I could do different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I as guess my to- thing is I'm just the common denominator in all my experiences. So <laughs> it's like I just look at it as what can I do? But I guess, yeah, in the love life experience, it would just be nice to, like, have it. Like, that's why my initial answer was just yeah. for it to exist. Because I just feel like, yeah, it would just be nice to have, I guess, like, that person that kind of gives you hope that, like, you have someone that you can enjoy life with. Like, not that you can't enjoy, like you guys said, with your friends and stuff, but it's a different relationship and you experience it in different ways. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What is one regret you've made in your dating life that you wish you could take back? This one was a hard one for me. I thought about it a lot and I still don't know that I really have my truthful answer. But I think mistakes has been yeah it could just be mistakes it couldn't it doesn't have to be something you want to take back or regret regretful it could just be I something just think you... like regretful um, staying in situations longer mm-hmm. than uh, were needed and again really not connecting to my truth and understanding like I know within when it's not when something's not right mm-hmm. and making excuses and trying to shape a situation to make it seem better 
all of those things and that can be applied in a lot of areas in, in life but I think the moment I get an intuition I wish I just followed it yeah um and I strung things out a while mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I would say I don't have any regrets but I would say as far as mistakes I feel like every time I open myself back up to people that I knew were wrong for me it was a mistake so basically exactly what Jenny said. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to sound like a broken record because that's exactly how I feel too, where it's like you settle for something when you know, like kind of going back to what you had said of like we're too afraid to speak up. And I think it's because I would settle or I would just ignore how I was feeling because everyone around me made it seem like it was the right thing or that's what was supposed to happen. or And so I wasn't ever listening to myself in the situation and listening to what I wanted I was only listening to like society or people around me and so I think I I made decisions that weren't right for me mm -hmm. now we're getting even deeper um with uh who hurt you the most can I just say an initial <laughs> you don't have to say, you don't have to say a name you could just say describe what happened and yeah. you know yeah, I mean, I've opened up a little bit about it on here already. Um, my long-term boyfriend that I had in college and uh, moved out to L.A. with. Um, that was a really painful thing because I was dealing with someone who was going through mental illness. And I compromised myself a lot in trying to be a fixer in situations and things that I knew were not helping me. And that were damaging like my spirit in trying to really fix someone who did not want to get help themselves was like a really draining emotionally jarring like experience that um the only way i can describe it is that when i was in it it felt like i was drowning and i could just never get up for air no matter even if things seemed positive it'd be like I would, it was like someone pulling me down and oh, maybe they'd let me up a little bit and I would swim a little bit to the surface and then I would just get like dragged down and I just, it was the moment I got out of that relationship and like fully got out of that relationship because we went through a lot of break up, back together, break up, back together when it was completely done. I remember telling my then roommate at the time, I was like, I feel like a weight, like the biggest weight has been lifted from me but yet the pain was still there it was a weird feeling of re relief and the most sadness I've ever felt in my life it was really bizarre um and I, it took me a really long time to process that and it really took me a long time to realize how he was manipulative in um, a lot of situations that when I reflect back on it was I was mad at myself for staying and putting up with things that I knew weren't right um, and yeah I, I think that being my first love like and I really do believe he was like a great love in my life it just has tainted my view of love and what you have to sacrifice in order to experience that love and I think I just need to have a more um, positive experience <laughs> <laughs> to kind of get back into I want to experience it, but I have walls because I'm so afraid of getting vulnerable again and having someone take advantage of my kindness and my vulnerability. Um, so yeah, that's 
the most painful thing. <laughs> it's all good. I've really come through on the other side, but just reflecting back on it. I it's good to put it out there. I definitely, yeah, I need to be cleansed. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you next. next. Caitlin? My college boyfriend, in air quotes. <laughs> uh, we were together for a year, my senior year, and he was a very emotionally, at times verbally abusive person, and it really, like, broke me down and... When someone continually treats you like that, you start to believe those things about yourself. And it took me, like, two years to, like, fully dig myself out of believing all of those things. Like, he would just say, like, cruel, Hmm. cruel, like, racist things, like, sexist things all the time. Things that were just, like, he knew that that was just, it was all very, like, vengeful and cruel. And sometimes he would be nice. It was like Mm -hmm. you were dug so deep that every time he gave me like a little bit of attention or affection, it was like it felt so good. It was like the highest high because you're broken down so low. Yeah. Did Um, that experience not make you at least relate a little bit to like how a woman in a physically abused relationship can stay? Because I feel like it's a similar emotion. Because you know. I mean, and and not to say that even he's, I mean, people are, I feel like sometimes people maybe don't even know, not to defend abusers, but he would say stuff that I was like, that it was just, it felt genuine and it felt sweet and it felt like he cared about me and maybe he did and, but he obviously didn't know the right way to do that. And so it's really difficult when you're in that to not be like, well, he, he cares about me and. He wants me around, and he was definitely stringing me along for a long time. But I, again, I don't regret anything because I feel like I was very naive before, and now I, although it has made me very suspicious of people and very negative when I first meet people, you know, you guys know I'm always like, (laughs) they're horrible. (laughs) Um, But I feel like it's made me very aware of like the signs of someone being manipulative or gaslighting or doing all of those things. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Nat. Thank you, Nat. <laughs> Jenny, you're forgot. supposed to say it. Say it. Thank you. All in, all in unison? Thank, thank you, you Nat. Perfect. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so I haven't really talked about it much because I just don't like talking about it. And it's not even, like, that dramatic, I feel. It just, like, cut pretty deep. So... When I was younger, every time I had a crush on somebody, they ended up, we would be friends, and, because, you know, everyone's always like, you should be friends before you date somebody, so kind of took that to heart. Unfortunately, I would create these friendships with these guys when I really liked them, and they ended up falling for my best friend all the time. So I had a little insecurity, and, like, my high school boyfriend broke up with me, because I think he really liked my friend and stuff like that, so, like, it had happened multiple times in high school. But my summer books going into senior year, I met this one guy. Um, he didn't live in my city. He actually lived out of state, but not too far. And we became really good friends. I had a huge crush on him, and he kind of knew that. And But we stayed friends. He 
came out for a lot of important events, would come visit. And then in college, like we still stayed in touch. He would call me when he needed something. I would call him. And we kind of even made that like joking pact, like kind of in um, my best friend's wedding that, you know, like if <laughs> we never found anybody, like it would be uh, like we would, it would be the two of us. Um, I should have realized the ending of that movie maybe would have been a telltale <laughs> sign, but it's okay. And, you know, he had a girlfriend. They ended up breaking up. It kind of goes back to that whole, like, regret, mistake thing um, of not listening to yourself because he, after he broke up with his girlfriend, we he kind of, like, reached out and wanted to start dating. And so we had, like, this long-distance relationship. And... It was, as much as I knew, it was, like, not the right thing because he had just broken up with his girlfriend. It was everything I had wanted for so many years that I just, I let myself fall. And I remember he came down to visit for one weekend, and we were at my aunt's house, and he was heading back home, and I was going the other direction. And I gave him a hug, and he didn't even kiss me goodbye. And he could just, I was shaking, and he was like, what's the matter? And I was like, I don't know, I just feel like this is the last time I'm going to see you. And he's like, stop, you're being so dramatic, whatever. And I think he gave me like a peck or whatever, and he left. So we ended up breaking up after that, and that really wasn't the hurt part of it. The hurt part of it was I had already had a trip to go see him planned, so I was going back out. He ended up not coming and picking me up from the airport. He had his roommate come pick me up, and a friend, another friend came out, a mutual friend. And I was sitting on the couch, and I found out he got back together with with his ex-girlfriend, the one that he broke up with before me. So, like, I really was just the rebound. It was very clear. But I knew so many things about this girl, and she was just so horrible. And I hope it doesn't, like, make you guys think less of me, but it has been the one time I got into a girl fight to the point where two boys had to hold her back and hold me back. Whoa. No, that doesn't shit. anything. Casey. That's like, oh, shit, yeah. Casey. Um, Do you? Because she was, like telling him all these horrible things about me and saying I was doing all this stuff to her. This is when you flew out. So you had already... Yeah, where we had already broken up. And we were all hanging out. And, like, there was drinking. I actually wasn't drinking because I just was so depressed already about the situation. And because he was spending all his time with her. Like, I literally flew out to see him and hang out with him. And we decided to stay friends. And he, like, had no interest in being my friend. It was just, like, I was there. I was I was never going to leave. Like, he just... I was just making it available for him to use me whenever he needed me. I was there when he needed me, but it wasn't vice versa. And she was causing all this drama and getting all these people, like, in, a, in like, a tizzy and making me look really bad. And I started crying. And I was, like... And I think I, like, yelled at her. And I was, like, what the hell's your problem? Like, I... Like, stop. Like, I, I'm not... I think we like kind of yelled at each other and yeah and the boys had to hold us back because she like was just yelling at me and they didn't have to like physically restrain me because I'm not that person but they kind of had to like protect me from her because she was she was crazy and he protected her and picked her side and that I think has just been like the thing that has scarred me the most like on top of not ever being someone's first choice you know, all my life, but then having someone like not appreciate me and I just felt worthless and like I'd never be good enough for anybody. So that has just kind of been, I think the one thing that has keep kept me from trusting people. And like the one reason why when someone says like, you should be friends with someone first, like I don't like that because I lost my best friend in the entire thing. Like, it was the most painful thing 
mm-hmm. ever. Like, I didn't just break up with someone. Like, I lost a best friend. I lost someone who knew me so much. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, the person who's hurt me the most. Mm-hmm. I can relate to feeling those feelings of feeling worthless and relating it to when someone doesn't want you. Yeah. And it's completely the wrong feeling, but it's also um, I think it's uncontrollable. just the easiest it's just, answer because that's yeah. the only thing I can figure out because mm-hmm. it's not like I have him to answer. And Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. But it's a feeling that, yeah, it's a universal feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. it, we all feel that when, you know, you have a connection with somebody and it doesn't go the way it should go when you do have something, a deep connection with somebody. Um, You said something that um, I feel like I've seen play out in your life in other areas that resonated when you said you're giving so much to someone and they just totally take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that shows up for you in multiple areas of your life Mm -hmm. as something um, that I just gets me so angry (laughs) that uh, people do that to you. But I I wonder if there's something that, with these crystals and this cleanse, that we can really... It's so funny you said that because, well, first, thank thank you, you, next. next. But the next question is, why did they hurt you? And I think that's something, now that we can, we know each other's answers and we can kind of look at why did they hurt you and maybe try to assess that it wasn't on us us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I think that would be a good thing to think about and and answer to I mean it's hard especially when you can't get the other person's perspective on what happened and you everyone does it you spiral and you just think what's wrong with me right it's just hard but I think like if I just as an outsider yeah yeah. just hearing each of yours and thinking of well why did they hurt you I think he hurt you because he couldn't help it it wasn't on you. It was the things that were going on in his own life. Mm-hmm. Sam's talking to Jenny. And then for Caitlin, the same thing. It was on his character. Mm-hmm. And he he obviously was a bad person. And you were in the firing range of yeah. him shooting his yeah. shot of being a bad person. And, and I think the same thing for you, Casey. I actually think yours is a little different. Because <laughs> I think it goes to what she's saying in other moments in your life. You, he did this to you obviously too because he was way too into his own life, into what you were giving him. And I, but I think people are doing this to you because you need to nip, you need to say, (laughs) you cannot, I am strong, I'm wonderful, you can't do this to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody, regardless, boy, family, whatever it is, I'm, I'm more than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would love to like find this guy. And like, let's like, <laughs> I know. Let's People say, will hold back three other girls. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Where's her too? Yeah. yeah. Bring us to this party. Oh, I'll start drinking. <laughs> Aw, um, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, what are the things you won't settle for? Now looking at your past and now looking at your future, what are those things? I would say someone someone that reacts to things in like a vengeful or a defensive way. I, I, I don't want to settle for someone that and that doesn't appreciate who I am and what I have to offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nat. Thank you, Nat. <laughs> I think I do not want to settle in terms of, um, I'm very, I'm a 
I really believe in people's energies affecting me and someone who I'm a pretty positive person and I think I was with someone for so long that everything was negative and saw life kind of mm -hmm. half empty and instead of half full and it sounds like a, such a small thing but I just think if you're gonna have a life partner aligning in how you look at life in general is super important because it just drained me of my energy and what I could like give to the world because so much was being depleted from him mm -hmm. and I would want a partner that viewed life in a similar um, gaze I suppose and another thing that I don't want to settle on is someone who does not have a close circle of friends that also sounds like a, maybe a weird thing but I just <laughs> You don't want to be that person. You don't I, want to be I cannot be any longer the one person in that in that person's Can life. Can I tell you something interesting that the person I have been talking about told me once? I mean, he obviously have had a very distorted view of the world, mm -hmm. but he told me once, like, yeah, that's what girls are for. Like, you have a girlfriend, so you can like they are like the emotional support, and then your guy friends you don't you don't talk about that stuff with. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's, but that's so, like, fucked. <laughs> and that's it also really not is. true. That's I not, know so yeah. many guys who have guy friends that they talk to their guy friends about stuff all the time. Yeah, I don't think he was handling things appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I do think, I feel like that's a trap that uh, a lot of men do go mm -hmm. into is, like, dumping all of their, treating their girlfriend like their therapist mm -hmm. and, right. like, their person. Which there are times Which, where yeah, you, you yeah. know, but it's part of a relationship, yes, right? Right. But think to that, an extent, yeah, to an extent. And I think that like it's not, it can get exhausting if you're always said person. Yeah. yeah. Now yes. there are times where it's going to be seventy percent support system on one side and thirty percent on the other, for yeah. and sure. Flip flop, but yeah. it cannot yeah. always be. It, yeah. it, it, it's more that, and I and so many times I knew that I was that was me, and I. It was a hundred percent. I was the person he would go to and just yeah. dump everything on, and I would have to leave. Like I, <laughs> I think part of me, like being very independent and detached per se, is because I needed to escape. It felt like a cage. Like I said, when I finally like left physically and emotionally that relationship, it was like a weight lifted because I just felt so confined, and it was so weird because it was like my own. It's not like he forced me to stay there. It was a little bit of my own making, and um, I just never want to get back to that. Thank, Thank you. Next. next. Okay, Casey, what are things you won't settle for? Um, I think I won't settle for people who, like, waste my time. It's kind of the main one. And also, I mean, it kind of fits with what you guys were saying, too. Just people who make it all about them. And I also won't settle... For allowing myself to like put more in than what's being reciprocated. Mm -hmm. I always say it's relationships have to be like um, the Black Eyed Peas song, Meet Me Halfway. Yeah. yeah. You get it's... right at the borderline is where I want to stay with you. Yeah. I think yeah. those are lyrics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, deep. It's pretty deep. Um, okay, so now that we've talked about all that, this next portion, I, uh, I brought note cards. And I want each of you guys um, to write. Caitlin's getting more sage. Uh, I just feel like it's it. good to. It's perfect. It's clear, yeah. Um, I want, after we've talked about all this, I want you guys to write on each note card what you're most grateful for about those past experiences. Mm. Mm. 
Wow. I guess I didn't need to really... Why are we writing it down, though? Because you'll see. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody has written on their note cards of uh, what they're most grateful for with these past experiences, and now we're going to burn them. <laughs> I called it! <laughs> we're not going to read them. Wait, but how are we going to safely burn them? That's the other thing we have to figure out. <laughs> I mean, I, have a my, I thought outside? I would... Over um, the sink? Oh, you have a light, lighter. Yeah. We're going to go burn them. BRB. <laughs> okay, so we just burned... What you've missed is we just burned their um, the note cards. And burned... <laughs> We're now outside. Do you hear the sirens? <laughs> um, and um, so this is basically the end of the, the cleanse. Just mm. something I wanted to leave us with. So even though we've done a love cleanse to erase those past experiences, I think it's important to remember that even though you haven't met the love of your life, it doesn't mean that you aren't living in love. Um, you three are single, but that's <laughs> but also you're some of the most loving people I know. Um, I never want you three to sell yourselves short. I think that these things that we've had to cleanse should never have any effect on who you think you are. So that's why we did this, and, and I think that um, if you thought that these past experiences did have some type of effect on who you think you are, or that they were an indictment on the type of woman you are, um, that's over now. We did the cleanse. Um, we burned those things. You are a queen, you are beautiful, and you are worthy, and you are love. Uh, no one can take that from you or give that to you. They can only supplement that, and um, I want everyone, our listeners, you guys, to remember that. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> and that's our love cleanse. Thank you, Bear. Yay! <laughs> so I feel like we're well, done. We're basically done. Um, any final thoughts? How do you guys feel? How are you guys feeling after all that? Hi, any more thoughts on the movie and, and, and the love cleanse? And <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah. You feel good? I yeah. feel yeah. really just like at peace. Good. And calm. Awesome. And I've been clutching this. Yeah. crystal that uh caitlin gave me at the beginning that you feeling that you i picked, picked but i'm just feeling very connected to it at peace yeah yeah i think it was good just to like talk it out and just to be here with people when you know you're being supported and yeah. loved and yep. safe space yeah yeah we hope you enjoyed it listening we yeah. hope you cried. Yeah. <laughs> you Did might make you cry you might have and you so. you could follow along too during this podcast Get some crystals. If you guys have any thoughts, I feel like I don't say this enough. Please email us. Email, tweet, romcom actually at gmail.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. But yeah, I think this is such an important thing to do. And I'm I'm glad that you guys had the idea to do it because, you know, often, especially with the podcast and especially when you watch a lot of rom-coms or romantic movies, it's easy to get swept away and all the romance and all the, the whimsy. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot other stuff that from either your past or that is in the way or that yeah. you're, you're, you're not thinking about because it's much, it feels better to feel good, feel those other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a really, really nice thing to, to experience yeah. with you guys. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. It was really beautiful. Cool. I forgot we were recording for a second, honestly. <laughs> when we were doing yeah. the... Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. This is my first cleanse I think I've done. 
It's more effective than a juice cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love a massage. <laughs> you know, what? You know, it feels like we're going to get our, put well, our robes on and go thing. get a massage. In the, when I was reading those Burning Man websites about, like, cleanses and stuff, they do have a section where, like, you massage each other. Oh, <laughs> we could do a massage train? But I thought, you know, especially when you said we should all get naked, I was like, <laughs> no, this is getting a little too Burning Man for me. Uh, um, so I've refrained from that section, but that's the whole point of like you're supposed to get super comfortable, super like yeah, yeah. Right, you know. Well, like, I mean, it makes sense because you're trying to like let it flow, let it out, let it go, yeah. release, yeah, release, release catharsis. Because if you're gonna organize that closet, it's all got to be. That you know, really resonated. That's like so true. When you're yeah. just looking at everything in your life and you just get overwhelmed, you got to take everything out. Yeah, be like okay. That's why. Is this useful to me or is this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like in the same way, you know, did you guys ever hear that or see that book of, of that woman that believes like you look at something, if it doesn't bring you immediate happiness, you get yeah. rid of it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the that happiness I, project is my is favorite. Is that what it is? Yeah. Gretchen Rubin. So I Shout feel out. like that's how like this, right? These past experiences, they're not causing you joy. Get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Also, these past experiences have, allow us then in future experiences to be like, that brings me joy. That doesn't. Right. Yeah. Easier. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I wanted you guys to write, like, what were we grateful for for these past experiences? Because that, too, goes in the hand with, yeah. like, yes. well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I think a lot of the time with negative things, you just stop at the negative and mm -hmm. you need to at least continue with the positive in order to, like, go on the upwards. Because if you're just constantly focusing on the negative, you're just... See, again, what You're you focus on down. expands. Exactly. You are what You're, you think, right? You what you, you think. say? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're just wow. more complex, connected people, I think, from those experiences. Like, now we know mm -hmm. what things can feel like. And yeah. you're just building this, like, very complex set of emotions and background for empathizing with people and yeah. connecting with people. Mm -hmm. It's like this whole deeper level that you wouldn't know without that kind of stuff Without. and it makes you stronger and it makes you just like a more self-assured person hopefully yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. hopefully it doesn't break you and well I'll even say for myself you know right before I met Rally Matt you know I remember telling a friend because I had been you know had such bad dates and bad relationships and like I remember telling a friend you know I know love exists it's just not for me it's not going to happen for me like I, I was at that point where and then it happened and I think because I had all those experiences and I came to this mental, like, and it's not happening, you know, yeah. that then, that all influenced then the falling in love. And it helped me be able to realize those things, right? I know what this looks like. And I, I like, I don't know how to put words into it, but it feels mm -hmm. like falling in love. Yeah. But yeah. So I think you guys are ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all up from here. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. I'm so fucking grateful for my ex. And thanks for having me. This is thank fun. You for, thank oh, you thanks, for joining. Casey. such a treat. And yeah, our first podcast we've done on the ground. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very grounded. We've never... Oh! oh.
Open up the dirty window, let the sun illuminate. 